everyone. If you are a mom struggling with energy, time, and frustration around your food, fitness, and hormones, you're in the right place. I am sharing real life strategies from over a decade in the health and wellness space, as well as coaching over hundreds of busy moms just like you into healthier, happier, and more confident relationships with food, fitness, and their bodies. Not to mention my own personal journey, my own personal struggles with hormones, health, and body image. I'm Natalie Guevara, macronutrition coach, female hormone and metabolism expert, and personal trainer. I am the creator of Moderation Through Macros, my signature nutrition coaching curriculum, founder of Strong Mamas and Macros, my program that helps moms realign their hormones to lose the weight that they want, have more energy, and feel more confident in their bodies, as well as the owner of Updog Wellness and Fitness. I'm also your host for the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast, and I can't wait to dive in with you today. All right, fans, I've got a special episode for you today. Um, this episode was recorded with one of my fantastic clients, uh, Joy is her name. This was recorded last week. So at the time of this recording, Joy has been coaching with me for 22 weeks. She has a really, really powerful story in her entire weight loss journey, which um, she, she talks about it in, in this interview, but really has has taken over most of her life. And so Joy and I started working together. Uh, she'd already lost some weight, some weight through some other programs, through some other plans. Um, but we started working together on refining her nutrition, but that was just kind of the start of our journey. She did my initial 90-day program and then stayed on with me for continued coaching and continued support as we started to dive in a little bit deeper into ex exploring her, um, learning a little bit more about what fulfills her, what satisfies her, what makes her happy, and really diving into the mindset and the true transformation that wasn't just the physical outside. Yes, uh, at, at the time of this recording, Joy has lost right at 100 pounds, which is fantastic. She's done so many amazing things for her health. She's done so many amazing things for her future, but none of those compare to the major mindset shifts that she's made, the internal transformation that she's continuing to evolve through. So um, I am so grateful to her for spending a few moments of her time to, to share her experience and to share this journey. And I can't wait for you to have a listen. And I'd love to hear how this resonates with you. All right. So maybe we'll just start off by uh, just a brief introduction. You can kind of just, uh, you know, mention where you were when you started this journey. You can start back at the beginning. You can start back when you met me, but kind of, um, uh, going through the journey of where we were to where we are now. And obviously we're not, you know, all the way to the, the final destination, but we've made a lot of progress in between point A and where we're eventually going to get to. So basically, I guess I've been on a diet of some sort since I was 10 and the doctor first told my mom I was overweight and she should fix it. And so I saw a lot of things go through life from slim, slim fast to fasting to juice to tea factor. <laughs> um, and when I was younger, Weight Watchers worked well for me, but there came a point where I was constantly hungry and wasn't losing weight. And I felt like something was off. And I ended up working with a couple nutritionists, but they weren't willing to give me specific. They said to just do intuitive eating and see how you felt. 
And that was hard for me physically because I never knew how I felt. And it was hard for me mentally because I never felt comfortable and had anything to confirm that I was making good decisions or bad decisions or giving my body what it needed or not giving it what I need it needed. And so it was really nice when I ran into Natalie, you, because I learned about counting macros and being able to know which nutrients my body needed and how much it needed. And I knew that if I was getting close to that, that I was feeding my body what it needed. And I was amazed at how much more I got to eat when I was counting macros than what I'd been doing for years. I was much happier and I started losing weight almost immediately. Um, And so now I'm not at a place where I'm done, but I feel like since I started feeding my body enough and I've had a good idea of what healthy eating is, I'm starting to actually, for the first time in my life, feel those hunger cues and those satiation cues. Um, And that's been nice. It's given me something new to learn. And that's kind of where I am now. It's not even like I'm completely focused on weight loss. It's more about figuring out what my body's telling me and what that means as far as the decisions I make. Yeah. And so how much weight have you lost altogether? Like since I started Weight Watchers way back when, or just with mm-hmm. you? Not just total. Um, almost a hundred pounds. Which is impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, so we've done a lot of work. So when we started working together, you weren't familiar with macros per se, correct? Not at all. I had seen one other person leave my Weight Watchers like message board group saying they'd started doing macros and they could eat so much more and were happier. So I'd been curious, but I didn't know what this thing called macros was. I actually thought it was a different kind of diet. Um, (laughs) And so learning that it's like a scientific thing was interesting, but I knew nothing. I didn't even know what the macros were. I just knew macros had worked better for this person and maybe it would work better for me. And so, okay, so you had done a lot of work on your own prior to pretty much leaning into this process. And so I've done this for over 10 years now. And so there definitely are people that come into the process and they completely lean in and they trust the process. And there's the people that fight it. You were not a fighter. Um, You pretty much, you know, from day one, you did say, this is a lot more food than what I thought that I could eat in order to get to where I wanted to be. What do you think made you feel so open to, to leaning into this process and being willing to trust the process to get where you are now? I guess it's a couple things. I think in some ways it probably helped that I did Weight Watchers for years because I was already kind of trained to track. That wasn't something that was difficult for me. Um, But I think it was real easy to trust after the first week or two because I went from counting every single thing that went in my mouth and not losing anything to immediately starting to lose weight. But I also was kind of used to, after dieting for so many years, the fact that you do lose weight the first two or three weeks, and then it usually peters off. And so then I felt like it was easier to follow because the weight kept coming off consistently. Um, I also think it was good because I'd never taken biofeedback into account. And that's something that you did or you do. So being able to see that biofeedback and kind of see where I was doing well and view it as more than just the number on the scale was super helpful. Awesome. Yeah. And so 
you know, aside from you tracked food for years, um, you, you didn't seem to have much trouble with, with tracking macros. Um, how, when would you say was the last time that you weren't on a diet? <laughs> well, it's interesting because anytime my life has been calm, I've been on a diet. So the last time I wasn't on a diet was a time of great turmoil in my life with a new job, a huge commute and a spouse who was dealing with a lot of health problems. And so I had completely gone like the opposite of on a diet. Like I didn't care what I ate. It was just food whenever I could find it, however I could find it. Um, but the last time life was normal and I wasn't on a diet was like before that doctor told my mom that I was overweight when I was 10. Wow. That's, um, that's been quite a while, um, which is, which is, which is sad, right? Um, we spend all this time, you know, dieting and, uh, you know, I, I see it, I see it with, with many, many, many women. And then we get to this point where we don't know how to do anything but diet. Um, so aside from, you know, when we first started working together, of course, there was the learning curve of, of macros and we did go through a little bit of that, um, you know, just going back through our initial check-ins, we work through, you know, tweaking some recipes and things like that to, to help them fit your macros. And we did go through the biofeedback, which you said was, it was a new thing and, and, and an important thing. Um, you know, what do you think up until this point? So, you know, we did lose, we did start losing weight initially. And then with every diet, with every protocol, we kind of get to this point where we're in a lull. What do you feel like has kept you, you focused, uh, in the lulls? I think in many ways it's the other benefits besides losing weight. Like I never realized that I could as well as I've been sleeping. I never realized that I could have as much energy as I've had. Um, and even just, I'd never done strength training before this program. To me, working out if you were trying to lose weight was always like hours and hours of cardio. Like you better run and sweat and elliptical. And so just learning even how much I enjoy the feeling of my body feeling stronger and better in daily life. And so I think even when the scale isn't moving and I'm doing a lull, it feels good to have the rest of those things maintained and realize how much better I feel with those aspects of it. Awesome. I love that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about where you are right now, because not only have you done the physical transformation of yes, weight loss, you've done the physical transformation. You've, you've been able to, to gain a lot of strength and, and endurance and momentum, um, not just in the gym, but daily walks and, and daily activities. But the big, biggest win, I think overall for you is the major mindset shifts that we've had. So talk a little bit about, um, some, some of the struggles, but, but how you've started to do some of the inner work. Everyone has struggles. We don't get there. We don't get, we don't change. We can't, you know, the butterfly doesn't come out of the caterpillar with, with minimal struggles. Um, so talk to us a little bit about how that's been having to deal some of the, the icky, less attractive work. <laughs> I think that's been a almost the hardest part of that for me. Like I've almost got to a place where the scale's not moving right now, but I'm not real frustrated with it because I can see why, because of where the macros are with what I'm eating every day. So the tracking helps with that, but I know my mind is in a place where I'm processing things that I've never had to process. And 
I don't think I'd realized until I started going to this program how much I've always been very much programmed where I have to have 100% compliance. Like the idea of being more consistent than perfection. I mean, I guess it's something I would kind of say that I understood, but I don't know that I emotionally understood it or in the way that I lived it understood it. And so right now I'm kind of working through what consistency looks like and how it's okay. And it's not me failing if I have a girls weekend and we go out for Indian twice in one day because we want it, but that's not, you know, going to be in my macros to perfection. Or I've just realized how much I very much have come to view just from the past, either feeling like I am a failure if I don't keep within my diet for a day or almost the opposite. I feel like I've blown it today. I might as well blown it, blow it the next day and the next day and the next day because I failed at keeping it together for the week or something like that. And so like my mindset is more so now with coming to terms with not being perfect and how that's okay and how I can take each day at a time instead of deciding that today needs to be different because of how yesterday worked or something like that. And how do you think you got there? Because that, I mean, you know, I I definitely will say just from personal experience in my own life that having a coach and having support is helpful, but that's not the whole sum of the equation right there. But any, in many ways, I guess it's part of just my personal journey because even outside of trying to lose fat, I'm learning to kind of be more kind to myself and not expect perfectionism in many areas of my life. But I also feel like having a coach, and this is the first time I've ever had like a one-on-one coach for a check-in every week. It's been real helpful to have you just kind of adjust our tactics based on where I am. Whereas I'm kind of used to all the literature and all the generalized coaching on a website and things like that, being like, you fell down, get back up and do it twice as hard to make up for it. And so it's a lot gentler. Like there've been several times when I've almost not wanted to put things in my check-ins because I haven't wanted to hear your response. And your response has always been very kind and encouraging and helpful and kind of reset me instead of made me feel like I'm a failure and I need to get back up on the horse. And that's been helpful. Awesome. And so um, just a couple more questions, because I know you probably want to settle in from work and things like that. But on the topic of, you know, you spent quite a bit of time on a diet. Uh, why do you feel like this is the, may, maybe, and maybe it's not the first time, but maybe one of the first times that you felt okay doing kind of the, the deeper inner work to be able to ultimately get, um, not to, I don't, I don't think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that you're at the point anymore where it's all about, um, your final destination being fat loss, but really getting to the point where you are truly comfortable, where you are truly confident, um, and, and everything that comes along with that? I guess it's different. Well, it's built in to be about more than the scale. And I feel like that's helpful. And a lot of the coaching is about mindset and growth and even journaling. Like a lot of that mindset stuff, I find I'm working on it now just because it's a part of the program. Whereas before it was just the number and the number on the scale, the number in my tracker. And it was just those two things. But I think I'm more comfortable viewing it 
maybe more is more than a marathon or like somewhere I'm trying to get per se in part because I've lost enough that I get, I can access a lot of the convenient things in life again. So it's not like it, there's like this daily reminder that I can't find clothes that fit and things like that. But also I, I just think there's something about being comfortable in my body and knowing that I'm doing something that I could maintain. And it's okay if I stay here, that takes that pressure off of me to focus on just the physical and lets me think about the mental aspects of it. Awesome. Um, well, not everyone leans into that mindset stuff. So there definitely is something inside of you that was very receptive, um, to that. And so finally, when it comes to, you know, I don't ever consider my, my style of coaching or what I do to be a, a diet. There's dieting phases, of course, as we want to lose fat, but you mentioned the biofeedback piece being a new piece for you. Um, talk to me a little bit about what you've learned through that in regards of, of hunger and, and being able to stay satisfied. Cause I know that's something that we've been working through more recently is finding that balance and you actually being satisfied, you know, with life, with food, um, with exercise, with all the different pieces so that you can maintain that, that sense of self and can continue to develop that sense of self, sense of self as you work towards your goal. Well, I feel like that has been a huge mindset shift because I very much grew up just the influences for how I was supposed to diet growing up was very much, you shouldn't be hungry right now. Like you just ate or you just ate enough, or I I'm starting to really think or believe it's a myth that, you know, but I was always told your stomach is stretched out because you've eaten too much. So you shouldn't be hungry. This is your fault because you ate too much before. And so I always thought I had to kind of push through the hunger and when I was hungry or when I was grouchy or that something was wrong with me and I just needed to last through it. Like I should be hungry right now. I need to just ignore it. It's not my assigned time to eat and I can't get to my assigned thing that I plan to eat. Very rigid, I guess you'd say. And so I feel like the biggest thing I've started to work through recently is realizing that I'm hungry after work at a time when it's not what typically is dinner time. Like I should be waiting till later for dinner. But then I realized that it gets harder and harder for me to make good hunger or good eating decisions because I just get hungry and hungrier while I wait for the approved time for dinner. So I think I'm starting to almost recognize that hunger and honor the hunger, like be willing to tell my body, okay, I can tell that you're hungry. Let's get a little snack and do something about that. And it's almost been amazing in the last week or two to realize how little I need to eat if I honor the hunger in the moment compared to if I last out that three hours and get home and I'm extremely hungry. So that's kind of been the journey, but I've never really given myself that freedom to be hungry and eat because it's always right. been dictated by a plan. Right. And if you can't, you can't go by a rigid plan and learn how to honor what you're, I mean, cause everyone's unique, right? You're going to feel hungry when your coworker or your family member, or your friend is not going to feel hungry, but we're always taught. And that's not just diets, right? It's kind of, I mean, it's how I grew up. These, these are your eating times. This is when you get to be hungry. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's a really different thing to become an adult and say like, Oh, am I hungry or am I not? But you're exactly right. Um, we don't, we don't get to learn that opportunity. So 
if you had to give like one piece of advice to, to former, the former version of yourself or someone that may identify as, you know, this is me, I've, I've been, you know, on, on this journey since gosh, before I was 10 years old or even just 10 years, what would be your number one piece of advice to them? Gosh, I guess it would be to learn to trust yourself. Um, I just recently had a friend point out to me that I'd once mentioned that I felt like my intuitive eating was broken and there was never a point in my life where I would learn to live or eat intuitively because I'd been on a diet forever and ever and ever. And it's been shocking to me to learn that I can learn to listen to my body and what it wants. And I kind of wish that I'd started sooner. Like I would tell my younger self, hey, go ahead and do this work and figure this thing out now because it feels better and I really can do it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I love, I love to hear that because I I get to hear it in your check-in every single week, no matter what's going on, there's always the underlying tone of, but I still believe I can do this. And that, I mean, that's how you can know 100% that you absolutely are going to do it. You're going to do the thing. So um, this is awesome. I know this is definitely going to help someone out there that is, is struggling on, on the diet roller coaster. And I'm so grateful for you sharing some, some time on this sunny afternoon um, to share with someone else that may be struggling. All right. I hope that that was inspiring. I hope that was helpful. I hope if you are the woman, the former version of Joy, or maybe you're stuck in Joy's struggle, this gives you some hope. This gives you some information. And this gives you the drive to take action and take control of your own life. Stay tuned the rest of this week. I've got two bonus episodes coming out for you this week. We've got, of course, another weekly coffee chat as a bonus episode. And then as promised, I'll be starting to share um, a little personal, little side bonus series that I can't wait to give you more information on. So stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. That way you'll get notifications when the bonus episodes are live. Have a great rest of your day. But before we jump in, I'd love to take a head to updogwellnessandfitness.com forward slash five keys to download my free guide, the five keys to balancing your hormones so that you can lose the weight that you want, have more energy and more confidence in your body without restricting food and spending hours in the gym. It's completely free and it's my gift to you. I hope you enjoy.